You know, Jesus warned us that in the end times, deception like a virus will spread like wildfire. Disguised as the answer to all our problems, our secular culture can only offer replacements to the truth. The good news is that the truth of the Bible is the cure. In Pastor Jack Hibbs' new book called Living in the Days of Deception, he reveals the antidote to the lies we're told that have become increasingly harder to detect. From the inspiring foreword written by Mike Pompeo to the final chapters, Pastor Jack exposes how to combat deceptive spirits and equips us when we're deceived by the ultimate liar, Satan himself. Living in the Days of Deception by Jack Hibbs is a powerful must-read, and when you order, you can bundle by getting the DVDs and a downloadable link for a gift of any amount at jackhibbs.com radio. That's jackhibbs.com radio. Real Life presents the Jack Hibbs Podcast with intention and boldness to proclaim truth, equip the saints, and impact our culture. The Antichrist is gonna be somebody bigger than a U.S. president. And the Bible says that he's gonna to rise to power very quickly. You can get the outlines of this podcast by going to jackhibbs.com slash podcast. Today, if this podcast lifts you up and encourages you to live a more fulfilled life in Christ, then make sure you leave us one of those five-star ratings. To us, that's like saying amen or yes. Then that rating will encourage others to listen. Now open your hearts to what God's Word has to say to you. Here is Jack Hibbs. Enter the scene of his political career. The Antichrist will be the most winsome politician the world has ever seen. Winsome, convincing. The world will swoon over this guy. And you've seen images where there's this finesse, where there's this thing. Listen, we're humans. Without Christ in our lives, we're suckers for trends and looks. And we are victimized by our own moment. We're titillated by the, by the coolness of something for the for the moment. And this guy's going to come on the scene and he's going to have what maybe the power uh, the power to speak uh, the power to speak maybe like a Hitler. Hitler had power to speak. I'm not talking about his, his antics. I'm talking about his power. The Bible tells us in the book of Daniel that the Antichrist will come on the scene and from heaven's perspective God says he will speak pompous words that will deceive. Right. Arrogant words. He will begin to believe in his own demonic propaganda to the point where he becomes a legend in his own mind. He's in love with himself. He's amazing. And then, can you imagine? This sidekick PR guy that travels with him, that guy's able to do miraculous powers, the Bible says, in affirmation of this Antichrist figure. He's coming. See, that'll never happen. It's going to happen. The Bible says it's going to happen. It's never happened before. It's going to happen soon. What's soon? Don't know. Frankly, don't care. I'm not looking for the Antichrist. I'm looking for Jesus Christ. Big difference. Way big difference. He's going to come onto the world scene, the Bible says, offering a peace plan. Can you believe that? I'm not making this up. I'm not reading this from CNN. It says he's going to make a covenant with Israel for one week. One week. That's not one week. It's not seven days. The word in English, they put it one week. It's one sevens. It's seven years. One cluster of seven years. That's called in Hebrew, that's one week. Seven years. 
We know that the Bible says in three and a half years of the seven, he breaks the treaty. This treaty, that he breaks the deal with the Jews. He's going to come. And the Bible says that he's going to rise to power very quickly. Could this be part of the treaty that brings in peace? Joel chapter 3, verse 1. Joel 3, 1. For behold, in those days and at that time, when I bring back the captives of Judah and Jerusalem, that's already happened. It's called Israel. I will also gather... Verse 2 has not happened yet. Wow. Look at that. See the comma behind Jerusalem? You and I are living after that comma, but before the number 2. That's where you live. Do you see that? For behold, in those days and at that time, when I bring back the captives of Judah and Jerusalem, that's happened. State of Israel, comma, there's you. Verse 2, I will also gather all nations and bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat, Kidron Valley, and I will enter into judgment with them there on account of my people, my heritage Israel, watch, whom they have scattered among the nations. They have also divided up my land. Israel, just give some land and we'll promise you peace. How long has that story been going on? They have cast lots for my... They've gambled with my people. God says this. This is the word of God, people. This is amazing. Isn't it amazing? So this Antichrist is going to come on the scene. He's going to have a treaty. He's going to swoon the world. He's going to completely swoon the UN. That's not hard. It's not hard to do that. Swoon. Just show up and they get all impressed. He's going to dupe the EU. That's equally easy. And he's going to absolutely outmaneuver the United States, and he's going to have the plan, and the world's going to say, you are awesome. (laughs) And can you imagine, the Bible tells us, in the book of Revelation, when this guy moves around, that there's satanic powers that have been given to the false prophet, where all of these demonic things start to take place. False everything, false teaching, false healings, false miracles. People, if you're not grounded in the Bible, you're going to get sucked away. In Daniel chapter 8, verse 25, the Bible tells us that this is how he does it. Through his policies, he will cause deception to prosper in his hand. Policies, politics. And through his politics, he will cause deception to prosper in his hand and he shall magnify himself in his heart aren't I amazing he will destroy many through peace yes. wow Lord help. he's going to bring in an economic global economy he will cause all Revelation 13 both small and great rich and poor free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead get in line get a shot no, I'm not, listen, I'm not saying the vaccine's the mark. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is people will get in line if they think they're going to be safe or okay. Well, when this time comes, they're going to jump in line. They're going to take cuts. I want the mark. I want the mark. Would you find me? I was here first. They're going to want to be in association with him. They're going to wear his badges and wear his number on the right hand and forehead. They're not going to be laying down on the ground. No, don't do it. Don't do it. I don't want it. They're going to want it. 
That's not you. You won't, first of all, you won't be there. The church, Christ is coming for the church. But listen, if you're not paying attention, you'll be there. You say, man, I should have paid attention in class that day. If you're not paying attention, you'll be there. It's possible. Only Jesus can rescue you from this. And the Bible tells us, verse 17, that no one will be able to buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Listen to what the Bible says. Here's wisdom. Let him who understand calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. That's six. So what's going on? God says his number is 666. We don't get that so much, but a Jew will go, What? A Jew will say, six, six, six together, three sixes together, the number of man combined together in the Trinity, that's a man declaring himself to be God. He's going to be completely committed to canceling culture. <laughs> you say, come on. Daniel 7, verse 23, the fourth beast shall be a fourth kingdom on earth. That's the last kingdom. Which shall be, last earthly kingdom, which shall be different from all the other kingdoms. And shall devour the whole earth, trample and break into pieces. The ten horns are ten kings who shall arise from this kingdom. And another shall arise after them. He shall be different from the first ones and shall subdue three. He shall speak pompous words against the Most High, shall persecute the saints of the Most High. That's the tribulation saints. He's going to kill them all. And shall intend to change times and seasons. Then the saints shall be given into the hand for a time, a times, and a half a time. Three and a half years. This guy, the Antichrist, is going to be given power to destroy the tribulation believers. The Jews will flee to Petra, the believing Jews. And this one is going to be the one who, in speaking all of these words, declares himself to be God... And notice that he attempts to change times and seasons. It's awesome. The word means he seeks to cancel traditional thought or traditions. Wash them away. I submit to you, we're almost done. I submit to you this. We are living in a day when what was tradition is now taboo. Yeah. True. Think about it. it does, and listen, it's so... Dem Listen up. If you're not a believer, figure this out. Check this out. Think this through. This is not a California thing. It's not an American thing. It's not a European thing. It is globally happening right now where whatever cultures there are in the world, if those younger generations have access to the internet, they're throwing off their traditions. They're throwing off their times and traditions and culture for anything that's new. And this man will come along and he's going to say, hey, 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 I'd like to cancel this. Right on. I'd like to cancel that. Yeah, we're with you on that. Think of it. Demonically driven man. Very quickly. One of the ways that he's going to perpetrate this is very easy. Think about, think about the freedoms we've lost because of COVID restrictions. Okay? And think of, by the way, by far, most of the things that we have given away from our own uh, freedoms, they asked us to give them away. Did you know that? There's no law that has yet been passed that takes your freedoms away, but we, we caved. Did you know that? Do this, it's the law. It's actually not the law. But from the beginning, we gave up. 
Yes, okay, whatever. What else do you want me to do? Sit down. Yes, okay. You know why we did it? Fear. So this is just, this is a little something, a little nothing. Look at this. The U.S. is facing a dollar collapse by the end of 2021 and an over 50% chance of double-dip recession, economist Stephen Roche says. This guy's no slacker. You don't have to be him to figure that out. You cannot give trillions of dollars. Listen, you can't give trillions of dollars unless you realize if we give it, there's going to be a day of reckoning. No, no, let's not talk about that. Let's just give it. Watch. Seriously. So do you know what happens? You bring a five-year-old in here right now. This is exactly what happened with the stimulus thing. Bring a five-year-old in here right now, and we're going to pump this guy with 500 cc's of chocolate. (laughs) Just, (laughs) and you're taking him home. You know, see where I'm going? What's going to happen after your house is destroyed because he's on a sugar rush? What happens to the kid? The kid crashes and sleeps for 12 hours. That's exactly what the economy is going to do. Right now, the stock market's setting records through the roof. It's a sugar rush. If you can get it, get it now. Don't spend it. You better bank it. Don't know how long that's going to last, but bank it. Because the sugar rush is going to end, the specialists tell us, by late summer. 2021. Next slide. What are we going to do? Time for a great reset of the financial system, says the Financial Times. Next slide. Introducing the great reset, world leaders' radical plan to transform the economy. Well, you say, what's wrong with the economy? Well, we're Americans. We're spoiled, rotten. But listen, we've outspent our ability And pretty soon, we'll join the rest of the world saying, we need a radical plan. Next. Cashless society. Cash could disappear from the UK by 2026. Yikes. That was March 12, 2021, that article. Next. Okay. Pope Francis calls for a new world order after the pandemic. Of course he does. And you ought to take, a t- take the time to get into that and read about it and find out what role he plays in it. How self-serving is that? You know what? This Pope's been fantastic, though, I must admit. He's been great. You want to know why? More Catholics have left the Catholic Church because of that Pope. <laughs> the Antichrist is going to be the master of deception, as you can imagine. But the Bible says his days are short-lived. The Bible says that when Christ returns in the second coming, at the end of the seven-year tribulation period, that Jesus will destroy him with the breath. Listen, (laughs) look, it's not like they get in a headlock. The Bible says Jesus will destroy him with, hello, wait for it, the breath of his mouth. Don't you love that? Here's this antichrist who has wreaked havoc on the world like no human ever in human history, has left a wake of billions of people dead, the Bible says, and Jesus just goes. (laughs) It's amazing. In this deception of his, his kingdom will begin to fail. He's going to attempt to establish the ultimate man-made politic 
but he's demonically possessed. It's going to be the end of man's attempt to rule. Man's will was lost in Eden. His government was declared at Babel, and it ends in the closing chapters of the book of Revelation. The Bible tells us that Christ Jesus returns at the second coming. Now, listen. Remember the rapture, he takes us up. He never comes. He appears in the atmosphere and he takes us from here. And you want to read more about that, read John 14. Jesus said, I'm going to go away now. See you. Bye, guys. I'm going to go away. I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go away, I'm going to come again, take you to myself, that where I've been, there you're going to be also. So watch it. Second coming. Second coming. I want you to read today. This is your homework. is Revelation 19. Watch this. In the second coming... The end of the Antichrist and the end of evil on earth ends this way. The Bible says the church is in heaven. We're there with him. The bride of Christ is with him in heaven. And all of this is going on earth. And the Bible tells us that a door is open in heaven. Now, all my life, I have always seen that in my imagination. I have a crazy imagination I don't have to be with anybody. I'm with all kinds of people all the time. <laughs> I don't need to, to I don't, I, it's all here. I can, it's fun actually, I love it. I just got to keep a close rein on it. <laughs> but I've always saw it where I see some sort of heavenly scene and I see these massive, awesome doors and they open up toward me and I see a white horse. Jesus is on a white horse in Revelation 19, and he's seated upon it. And it says, and this might be the reason why my perspective is this way, that his face is brighter than the sun. His beard is white as wool, and that his garment is brighter and glistening more than any fuller's brush can clean, it says. Yeah. And I see this incredible steed, this massive thing. That's where, that's where it's always ended for me. Oh, he comes, he's gone, it's awesome, he's coming. And then just, I don't know, the Lord touched my imagination. And, and in my mind, I thought, man, if I had a GoPro, I'd, oh, wow. But then I realized, wait a minute, like all good GoPros, you put it on the, you put it on the back of the horse. Because I don't want to put it on him, that's not cool. I want to put it on the back of the horse. I'm going to see what's coming. I want to see. And you, in your mind, now look, go to the back of the horse. And that's your perspective. And what do we know about that? We know this, that he's on a white horse. He's on it. On his thighs, written king of kings. <laughs> and, and lord of lords. King of kings and lord of lords on his thigh. Wow. Woo. And, and the Bible says in Revelation 19 that the host of heaven is with him. Excuse me? Wait, what? Oh, wait, no, no, wait. The host of heaven. He's, listen, he's the Lord of hosts. I'm not talking about hosting or hostess. The Lord of hosts is the Lord of God's armies. Wait, well, watch, watch, wait. I'm glad, I'm happy for you, but wait. 
wait, wait. The Lord of hosts means that Jesus Christ is the ruler over the angelic armies of heaven. That's the Lord of hosts. It's heaven's host. It's not humans. It's angelic beings. And apparently, these are the ones that he has summoned for his second coming event. So the door opens up, the horse is there, he's sitting on the horse, he has summoned the host of heaven, and with him is the bride of Christ, it says. Now you can cheer. <laughs> now you can cheer. That day will come. Listen, I sure hope you're ready to meet him. You can trust Jesus Christ, he's Lord and Savior, died on the cross for your sins, rose again from the dead. Everything that he's done was spoken about in scripture and everything that he's gonna do is spoken about in scripture. It never goes well for those who oppose him. Don't be antichrist, that's really dumb, seriously. And, it, and it's bad, and it ends bad for you. Why miss out? Humble yourself, seek God, ask him to forgive you of your sins and find out that he is the best ever. God bless you guys. In Jesus' name, amen. This Jack Kemp's podcast, as well as all the broadcast outreach opportunities, are listener-supported. Will you consider partnering with us through a special gift? Go to jackhibbs.com to learn more and stay connected. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.